Hello, and welcome to the Voice and Pen podcast. Emily and I are really happy today to welcome Jaden Money to the show. Thank you for being here. Yeah, yeah thanks welcome. for having me. Absolutely. It's been really a pleasure to get to know you and watch your music grow over the past, uh, I guess, year or so that you've played at the Voice and the Pen. So you're an alumni. Yeah. Officially now. Yeah. Officially. Yeah. <laughs> we're stoked to have you here and just chat music. Sweet. Yeah. So awesome. We were talking before we started the official part of the podcast about your, where you grew up, which is like uh, significant music country, Memphis, Tennessee, North Mississippi, Delta Blues, all that sort of stuff comes out of there. I mean, I have to ask off the off the right off the bat, is that something that influences your style and your music? Absolutely. I mean, I, I don't think I could get away from it growing mm-hmm. up there my whole life. And then also like my dad like playing in bands that like had that sound. I was just surrounded by that kind of influence. So if it if I didn't want it, it was gonna happen yeah. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how long have you performed? When did you start this whole this whole um, career? So the first time I ever performed in front of an audience, I was five years old. And uh, my great grandma just like kind of pushed me into like the wedding singer kind of uh-huh, job. Yeah. And uh, that was where I kind of got my feet wet in performing and terrible stage fright, like just didn't come to me naturally. But like that kind of just like was a catalyst for like trying out for choir and like middle school and then like you know, whenever I became an adult, I started going to play like open mics around like Memphis and stuff around town and like building a fan base there. And so I've just kind of like ran with it since then. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> when did you start playing little. an instrument? Um, I started playing the piano when I was 13. Um, and then I picked up the guitar at 17. Mm-hmm. So because I just I wanted something like really simple to like just strum some chords for like background noise to write my songs really i just wanted something to write songs with so mm-hmm. you started writing poetry right mm-hmm. when i was like 12 or 13 was about the t- same time i was starting to play the piano but it's funny i wasn't like writing songs i was just writing poetry and like playing an instrument and i kind of just like combined those two muses together mm-hmm. that's cool <laughs> so in your writing process now you know fast forward um from when you had this convergence of being a performer and a singer with adding an instrument, becoming an instrumentalist, creating songs, making, you know, making musical sense of your poetry. Um, what's your writing process like now? How has it changed since then? Um, it's a lot more free flowing. Mm-hmm. I used to try to kind of like micromanage myself too much and like too much control into like my process. And now I kind of just let my emotions like kind of take the reins and I don't really if I have like a very vague idea, I'll kind of just like play with that for a little while until I try to structure it into an actual song. Whereas before I'm like, this is the concept. This is what we have to do. This is the song. Mm-hmm. So, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So you get like, just like, sounds like ideas come to you and then you mm-hmm. will toy with them. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I get that sometimes I'll ha- I'll have lines and I'm like, I don't know if that's like a line in a verse, if that's the chorus, if it's a hook, I don't know where to put it. Title, it's useful, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know what to do with it yet. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Something I noticed right off the bat when you performed for the first time, I think, on Voice in the Pen was you reminded me a little bit of Jewel. Um, her style of writing is very poetic, um, something that I noticed, and she was a big influence for me when I was 14, and she had her first song on the radio. And, um, and I think I've told you this before, but um, there's another indie artist named Anna Nalick that um, mm, yeah I do remember mm-hmm. that. that you remind me a little bit of 
um, vocally, but also lyrically. Um, just it's it's interesting how you can like pull different artists um, from your you know your head that are like, oh, this person lyrically or stylistically reminds me of this artist you know like mm -hmm. because that just goes to show that everybody has like a little bit of their own style but can emulate different artists mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do you uh, that's an interesting question though when we're talking songwriting and I, I think for me influencing influences on my songwriting often come through playing covers right so you mm -hmm. there's music that inspires you and when you internalize it and absorb it you absorb a little music lesson from the writer and performer of that song originally do you perform covers i do yeah. some uh, not as often as I used to. When I first got into performing, um, it was just strictly covers. Right. But now that I've kind of like started to find my voice, it, it feels more rewarding to play original music. And okay. I'm, I'm still <laughs> influenced by covers, obviously. Sure. But like it, it something it feels different about the originals. It feels like not as soul sucking. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. more like less for like entertaining, but like more for like self reward, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Do you, do you write, is writing, you know, kind of a, a therapeutic process for you? It is, for, I think, for a lot of people. So, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. It, it's been my therapy since as long as I can remember. Um, it's, it's a way to, like, get my feelings on paper, but also, like, to add, like, a sound to it. It's just kind of soothing um, instead of just, like, keeping it all, like, piled in my head. That's yeah. always been a thing for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like i feel like i've talked to a lot of people about it being so therapeutic you know because it's like journaling mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. like you know and and this came to me earlier when we were talking to, to jesse for the podcast um another anna Nalik reference for me i listened to her i don't know it was like i feel like early 2000s um when i was really like into her stuff and she has a line in one of her songs that's it's called 3 a.m it was like her <laughs> only um i think her only like radio hit that she's had i think so uh, do you know what line I'm going to say? I, I'm, I'm like going through it in my head. Yeah, I'm, let's, hear it. Okay. let's hear the line. I think <laughs> well, I might the know. The line it. is, these words are my diary screaming out loud. Mm -hmm. And I, when she said the, those words, and then it follows with, um, and I know that you'll use them however you want to, mm -hmm. uh, was such a powerful line to me. And just talking about writing being therapeutic is like, it's just so accurate for so many of us, I think. Yeah, and I, I, th I think that's, very consistent. I remember uh, one of my favorite Dave Matthews band songs has a line in it that says, somebody's broken heart becomes your favorite song. You know, mm, so also yes. you know, super therapeutic. You know, lover, people, people, people definitely have opinions about the Dave Matthews band. I'm a fan. Sorry if that bothers anybody. I'm a anybody. fan. <laughs> I am also a fan. I love Dave Matthews. I mean, there's definitely music that I'm like, I mean, I appreciate what you're doing, but it's not necessarily my thing. He, mm. I, I like his writing. But yeah, I think it's, you know, keeping organized around that uh, is important um, for me as a writer um, because I don't just write. I don't, you know, it's like I, I think at first I thought I would just sit down and songs would just start pouring out. Like you just start, I'm going to write a song today. And you can. That is a, an approach to songwriting. But I also find that just journaling at all literally helps, like getting any sort of prose, any sort of words on paper or voice recorded or whatever, but then having mm -hmm. the discipline to kind of come back to it and go, okay, let's unpack that. Mm -hmm. Where does this work? Where does it not work? You know? Absolutely. Have you ever had like an experience where you write a song and you're like, I don't really like that song, but I like that line. Let's write another song. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Every day. I have so many unused auto recordings on my phone. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Like. That I will probably never use. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So when you got the guitar, started writing, 
everything before that, uh, it, it sounds like was kind of wedding singer oriented. So like mm-hmm. you were singing covers, straight covers all the time. Right. Recognizable music for people. Mm-hmm. How long did it take you to start getting into performing your own music and performing covers with a guitar and like doing the whole bit as a performer? Mm, probably around like 19 or 20-ish was when I started like I joined this band um, they wanted someone to do harmonies and they liked one of my original songs. And so we got to perform it at the, the new Daisy okay. in Memphis. And that was surreal because it just like, I don't know. It, it, it felt like, I don't know. It, like I enjoy the covers. Like I enjoy like entertaining people, but it, it felt like for once, like people were like, actually like seeing me and like hearing me like for like who I am as a person mm-hmm. rather than just like what I can offer like as entertainment, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Big distinction. So, mm-hmm. Huge distinction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that anytime you're singing, if you're really into what you're singing and performing, you're definitely sharing a part of yourself. But when you take it that next level and it's like, yeah, this was once this random thought that was in my head <laughs> and I decided to spend some significant amount of time you know, crafting it into this thing that I'm going to present to you as part of me, and I hope you like it. <laughs> right. <laughs> hope you like it. Hope you don't hate it. Yeah. Like, Because <laughs> you never know if it's relatable. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like you feel like sometimes you feel alone in the way you feel, and you're mm-hmm. like, I'm going to put this in a song, and I hope, you know, people are going to like this, and then it's, I mean, most of the time it's going to be relatable to people. We just don't realize that until we put it mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the songwriting topics, you know, the, the methods of songwriting are pretty broad. The topics are pretty straightforward. <laughs> My heart was broken. I'm mad. I'm happy. <laughs> you know, I saw something beautiful and want to describe it. And generally, I want to make a funny statement in a song somehow or several funny mm. I, You know, but, but that's like, that's yes. the nature of of humanity. I think it's cool as songwriters, we get to be like part stand up comedian too. You know, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you know? it's fun. <laughs> All good. It's interesting watching comedians, the number of those folks that play guitar and will have a guitar mm. on stage with them and use that as part of their bit too. So, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm curious. Um, and I don't think we've really asked anyone about this yet. Um, have you taken any sort of vocal lessons? I noticed like in your styling, you have a, a specific way that you sing that I don't mm-hmm. hear a lot of people sing. Mm. Um, I can't really describe it without like playing something of yours, but, um, just going up into really high notes and like, um, kind of like oohs and ahs thrown throughout your songs. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm just curious, have you ever taken vocal lessons or you just like, um, the, the most I could say that I've taken lessons was when I was trying out for the opera program at Ole Miss, I was going to be a music major at one point and, um, my choir director would have me after school for like little practice, like with the, uh, the aria that she chose for me. But other than that, like not really just self-taught. Well, now that you mentioned opera, I feel like that kind of like shows through in some of the stuff that you oh. sing. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, That's a huge yeah, compliment. Yeah. <laughs> feel that you're powerful on stage. You know, there's, yeah, there's you a are. lot of energy coming out of you when you're performing, Thank uh, you. particularly original stuff. It's very impactful. Thank you. And so you do much. play, I feel like you play in a lot of like, um dropped tunings mm, yes uh, drop well. c sharp or d flat whichever tomato is tomato. that like <laughs> something that you do because you want to make a different sound because it's mm. it's sometimes it's as as writers and writing 
chord progression. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it feels like, gosh, can I write anything else other than mm-hmm. like no more GCDs? <laughs> like, you know, it all sounds one, four, the same. Five, one, like, four, how, how can I change this? You know, right? Is that um, something that like inspired you to dr- drop the tuning? Um. Honestly, it kind of happened by accident. I <laughs> I used to hang out with these uh, crazy Mississippi hippies, I guess you could say. And there was this girl I used to know, and she was really into Tool. And she's like, hey, I got this really cool tuning that I just came up with. It's really, like, wicked. Like, I haven't heard anyone use this. And I was like, okay, let me, let me try it out. And so I wrote Fly, the song that I'm coming out with um, in March. And this was, like, over six years ago. And, like... Ever since then, I was just like, I guess this worked, so I'm just going to keep writing more songs in this tuning. So, yeah, cool. here I am. <laughs> awesome. Well, we're excited to hear some of your music. You've got some songs for us today. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. We're gonna. It'll take us a couple minutes to kind of change over, and also TK will be editing this. So if there's anything else that we should ask you or that you want to talk about, yeah. uh, we can do that before you get started, or we can change the room over and get you ready to play. Is it, you said you have a single coming out in March called Fly. Somehow I missed that. I always see your social media uh, posts, but I did not see. Uh, are, where are you recording that? Um, so I recorded this uh, with my buddy Blake at Celamaris Records. Um, and it was it was a really like kind of last minute decision like I had a little bit of extra money saved up from Christmas and I was like I kind of just I've, I've never really been interested in like recording myself just because like the process of like producing and everything it just kind of just like gave me a headache so I was like oh you know this is kind of just something that I wanted to do for me you know just mm-hmm. to like have my music out there um so yeah. many people have been asking me for years like when are you gonna put out stuff on Spotify and I'm like oh I don't know um, so I kind of just wanted to have something to just get my foot in the door, I guess. <laughs> awesome. So what we're going to do is we're going to move the table and shift some things around so we okay. can get the right camera angles for you. Awesome. And, uh, so <laughs> hang on and thank you for all your hard work, TK. You're doing such an awesome job. <laughs>
That's just the way you 